Hey, I didn't mean to get cut off like that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to get transferred like that. I've been drinking. Like, I've been up for over, God, let's say, 18 hours now. Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. And, uh, yeah, I've been drinking, a little bit of school, a little bit of exhaustion going on. Got that little concoction of high. Plus, my, from that my stream earlier, uh, Charles HT pissed me, the, or not Charles HT, Charles Fusion pissed me the hell off. So I got that perfect mixture concoction going on, like <laughs> angry, buzz, tired, exhaustion, all that good stuff. That party and, cocktail is now working its way through his system. <laughs> yeah, all I need to do now is get in a fight with someone and sleep with a girl. Oh, put, put some dukes up. Just put our dukes up. Or just have the girl German suplex you onto the bed. That'll work too. There we go. That's, that's what we call it. That's what I like to play. I prefer my belly to belly suplexes in that occasion. Oh, look at that. Like, well, German, uh, German suplex works just as well. Um, God. We're fucked up. Uh, uh, but, uh, oh, okay. Oh. The, go ahead. I guess if you're into that. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of fetish somewhere that has that going on. I'm sure, Jack. I'm pretty that? sure you're you're a fan. Of, you have that. Fetish. No, <laughs> he is a suplex machine. I may be the suplex machine, but I'm not that type of suplex machine. <laughs> but Tyler, how you been? Oh, buddy, I'm doing fan freaking fantastic. Uh, I am drinking a left hand brewery fade to black. I'm slowly getting. I don't really like these all that much. Um, so left hand is a pretty hit or miss. Like they have a lot of I've, good beers and they have a lot of okay beers. I've had like ten. I think I've had nine or ten of them, and I probably liked all but two of them. Like I don't dislike these, but they're not ones I'm gonna buy again. Like if someone like gave it to me, hey, you want one of these? I'm like yeah, I'll take yeah, why not? sure, why not? Just... Yeah, it's like not one I'm like, I'm not gonna well. refuse this one. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, eh, it's a beer. It's got high alcohol. It's really it has alcohol. Like... Yeah, it's as dark as muscle. Give it to me. Thanks for reminding me I don't have a soul, asshole. Um, also, we have with us Jack. Buddy, how are you? You know, I'm doing all right. After that uh, shitty week that I had, like, about a couple weeks back, it has bounced back all full circle. Went through, uh, like, a musical concert and stuff last Thursday, which, you know, well, was it last Thursday? Yeah, it was last Thursday and stuff. It was really fun, actually. But uh, the biggest news coming out from like uh, after the concert and stuff like that was I finally was able to finish up the National Pokedex for Omega Ruby, which that was in and of itself amazing. More Dude. so because how fast I did it, and also people who actually I knew that had uh, the event Pokemon. <laughs> Dude, you need to move on. You need, you need to go away from Pokemon for a while. You need to do something. <laughs> you you've earned what that. Do you do something. Earned, you you earned that certificate of 
I've I have no t- life, and I've wasted time getting all bad all the badges and mm. all the freaking Pokemon. You see, that's where I disagree, right there. I mean, that's just a dedication having... of hard work, right there, just to get that stuff. Jack, were you having fun? Yes. Okay, uh, that I was having fun like, going that through all that stuff. Sound like dude. fun at all? Well, you're you're talking well, to somebody well, that repetitively goes through and actually loves to grind and stuff like that in terms of RPGs, and also loves to do repetitive shit sometimes. <laughs> so yeah. this is just like a walk in the park for me. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't I can't insult anybody in their gaming habits. I, I spend like 200 hours every year playing Madden. So well, there's no shame in I that. Can't... You love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I choked on spit. Yep. <laughs> was, <laughs> it, was it spit? <laughs> No, it was a mojito. Anyway. Oh. <clears throat> anyway, other That's than right. that, though, I've uh, decided to go a little bit uh, down the rabbit hole that is Magic the Gathering. <laughs> oh, God. I okay, know, now I know. I agree with Jack. Just stop. Well, that's just stop. the thing, though. I, knew, like, I uh, knew it was going there. That's why I was saying preemptively. It's like, please do something else. <laughs> yeah. Get out of... Get the... Crochet. Get Get the... Out of the house achievement. Out of the house achievement. Yeah, you have to log. You have to log over a hundred hours that isn't your home or isn't your work out out while you're outside. Oh, Hmm. I don't even do that. (laughs) Frisbee golf is not involved. I don't really care to do that. Yeah, the achievement gives you a hundred gamer score. So (laughs) I don't really care about gamer score. Ah, you used to. Well, anyway, I wanted yeah, to try something new, so I decided to go into, like, uh, just, well, just to test out the Magic, like, uh, trading card game, because I have some friends who are into it heavily, and I just decided just to, just to try it out to see how it is and stuff. I was starting to understand a little bit more of the basic stuff, how to tap your mana, how to do this, how to do that, and stuff, that I just decided, hey, you know what, I'm just going to delve full circle and just get, like, some cards and stuff like that and just do that. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing on my off time when I'm not working and stuff, so. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. I can't, I can't knock you too hard for delving into Magic the Gathering, because I've most recently dove into the world of amiibo hunting, so. Yeah. I'm not going, uh, We have two ad- not going... addicts here. This is going to be an intervention. <laughs> no, well... I'm not like I'm not gonna go full bore into it. Like I, I'm only getting like I, I think I talked about it last week. I'm only getting the ones I want really. And to be, um, and you want every one of them. So no, actually, I mean at this point it's too late for me because all no. like about half of them you can't even get anymore. So oh my god, or you, you without without spending you know eBay money for them, which is insane. Like Marth is going for like fifty bucks on eBay, and there's Villager and other ones are more expensive than that even. Oh like, god. Um, I, like I just right now I have uh, Bowser, Luigi, and Lucario. I did actually go up to um, Walmart last Thursday and at midnight and uh, got the gold Mario. So man, that was pretty cool. You know what? At my yeah, Walmart, was... there wasn't even any type of gold Mario or any type of a freaking amiibo like that. They just had a whole stock hmm. of their Mario Party ten ones and uh, a whole lot of Sonic the Hedgehog. That's for sure. Yeah, Sonic's pretty pretty much you see him everywhere now, but um. Yep. No, it was kind of cool. I went up there at midnight. Like I, like I was like sitting there trying to decide if I wanted to like bother because I had to be at work. And they, and I had to be up at like five thirty in the morning oh. the next day. And I'm just like eleven fifteen. I'm just like I'm up. Might as well just go and check it out. See if I can get one. Cause my buddy wanted one. And I wanted one. Uh-huh. And two was the limit for, for people. 
And I got up there like at 11.30 and there were six other people there. I'm like, oh, God. And I was hearing rumors like four to six was like what most Walmarts were getting. So I'm like, Ugh. did I just miss out? So I got up there and um, the lady's like, oh, well, we have eight. And it's like, so I'm like, I'm like yes, okay, I'm, I'm getting one. And I'm like, and there was, and I was waiting. Nobody else showed up. I got I got mine. The other six guys got theirs. There was that one still sitting there. I'm like, I can swoop back around and get one for my buddy. And we both get one. And... Um, like I, so, I waited for I waited for like the other guys to leave, and these guys were like, pretty much everybody there was like in their like mid forties, <laughs> except for like Aww. one other guy. Yeah, it was like, and like I was t- I was talking to these guys, like you know, we we're sitting there talking for like you know half an hour or so, waiting for midnight, and like they were talking to me like, yeah, we were at Best Buy at midnight getting the the Meta Knight one because you know every store like Best Buy, Toys R Us. GameStop, Walmart is all getting like their exclusive Amiibos. Oh, here and we Meta go. It was exclusive, I guess, for Best Buy, and he was telling about, yeah, we were there at midnight getting that one, or like at open, like at six a.m. Whatever it was. So we went to uh, Super Bowl Sunday. We drove through that. We got like a foot of snow on like on Super Bowl Sunday. Like, or it snowed all Saturday night, and then like Saturday, Sunday morning, and like him and like a bunch of people went to Target at, like seven in the morning on Super Bowl Sunday with a foot of snow when there were all the roads weren't uh, plowed yet. And they went up and got their uh, Rosalina <clears throat> Amiibo. And they were t- telling me all about this shit. So, anyway, so long, uh, they ended up leaving. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to try to swoop back around and grab that eighth one there. And that way I get two. And then, like, I waited. I was up there, and this guy, was, like, walks up, like, and asks the lady. He's like, hey, I'm here for the Marty Party 10, because that also came out at midnight. He's like, okay, cool. We'll get that for you. And he's like, oh, is that the... And the guy, like, sees, like, there's a box sitting there with, um, with, with the Mario Amiibo. The gold Marios were in. He's like, is that the uh, gold Mario Amiibo? She's like, yeah. I was like, is that one taken yet? He's like, no, do you want it? He's like, yeah, I'll take that too. I'm like, damn it. So uh, we got the one. I ended up just giving it to uh, my buddy though. So, But he was nice enough to give me the Lucario. So I have Lucario. I also ordered um, Captain Toad, or just Toad, I guess, and uh, Toon Link. So. Were those yeah. guys like just scalpers or something going from stop to stop? Because it sounds like it. I don't know if they were or not. Like, well, I was talking to him, and, like, the guy was, like, talking, like, I thought they were, and he's, like, um, they were trying to get the Toad Amiibos, because um, those were coming out on, at Friday as well, on, on Friday as well, and they were, like, asking if they had the Toad ones there, because those ones, are, I guess, are kind of hard to find as well. Huh. And uh, they came out, and she's, like, well, we have a box for, like, with Nintendo on it, and she, she brought it out to us, and they opened it up, and it was a Mario Party 10 game. He's, like, oh, no, I've already got these. They're both, like, oh, we already got the pre-ordered at GameStop, so... I'm assuming they're just, you know, GameStop fans, or maybe they just pre-ordered it, because the only way you can get the uh, Mario mm. Party uh, Mario Amiibo is by buying Mario Party 10 Collector Edition. So, I don't know if they were or not. I, I don't I'm I don't assuming they, they were. I'm just assuming they were, because for one, it's like if you've got a dedicated, like a dedicated group of, like, uh, guys going around and routinely just going right there at midnight and stuff, I mean, you got to think about it from uh, this certain aspect too. Is the resale market for those amiibo figures are pretty good, considering if yeah, they're like, especially that rare. Yeah, and the gold Mario was seen going for like two, three hundred dollars amiibo, and that's so. why they're going after that. <laughs> but you know, then again, like my one of my best friends, he's like he has all thirty six of them, and he legitimately he does the same. He was going out. He was at Best Buy when they opened. He was at he went to Target on Super Bowl Sunday to get that Rosalina. Yeah, he has them all, and he collects them. And he's a super he's a super Nintendo nerd. So um, I don't I don't know if they were. It's hard to say. I mean, I can't. You know, we're right. In, we're both in our mid twenties and super nerdy. Who knows? If we that could be us in twenty years. Uh, I hope not, but it could be us. Um, yeah. Do they have so. any 
Like, did they have a wedding ring on or anything? Uh, I didn't check. I usually don't check on males. <laughs> Their weddings. Well, you you have to check occasionally because, like, if you want, you have to check see if you want to aspire to be him or feel sorry for him. I don't know. I mean, I don't really aspire for him. They were like all like dressed up, like you know, like they look pretty professional. So they might have really good paying jobs. Like one of the guys I was talking to there, he has a degree from Iowa State, and he's telling me all about like he has like a really good like engineering job. So. He was, like, super nerdy. He had, like, a Zelda hat on with, like, a bunch of pins in it, like, oh, everything, uh, which, I mean, but the guy probably makes five times a year than I do, so. Maybe. You know, we never know. <laughs> so, I can't, I would probably trade places with that guy. I don't know. At least his paychecks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that was my kind of my journey. I'm not diving into it full bore. Like, I'm getting, I'm like I said, I'm getting the ones I want. Um, I, I'm a huge Toon Link guy, you know, I, I, he was my favorite character in Super Smash Bros. Melee, so, that's why I'm getting him, and I got, like, Luigi's always been my favorite Nintendo character, and I've always loved Bowser from the original Super Smash Bros., so, really all I'm waiting up for right now is Ganondorf, and that's all, really all I care about other than that, so, yeah, that's me, uh, I guess, casual Amiibo Hunter. <laughs> anything about, what about you, Jake, are you been, are you addicted to anything recently? I'm not addicted to anything recently. I have to say job hunting, technically. Is that really addicting? Do you like doing that? No. Oh, if you're yeah. addicted to it, you probably really don't like doing it. You just do it. You just go through the motions and do it. That's, that's our point. Uh, but... Yeah, that was me when I was playing Destiny a couple months ago. Yeah, there you go. But... Uh, do anything semi-addicting... Gaming related. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Okay. Cause like I've been streaming a little, and I was like, and eh, not really getting into it, and then trying to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing GTA, I did all the heist. Trying to, I if I can get people to do it, I can get people to do it. Uh, if not, oh well. Yeah, it's nothing really going off for me that like that. Okay. Well, well, we'll find you something. Uh, Skylanders F- is pretty big. F- find me some cr- video game crack and I'll do it. Alright, um, download Pokemon Shuffle on your 3DS. I already done that. Oh yeah, well, just keep playing it. And you get to level 90 and we'll talk. Yeah, I'll pass. Alright, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> um, but I guess we can kind of delve onto what we've been playing this week. Um, let's start with uh, Jake, buddy. What have you been playing? Anything exciting? Uh, anything exciting. What's your definition of exciting? Uh, things you found fun. How about, what have you played this week? Oh, dear God. Anything new? Um, no. I'm just going to go with short answer and no. Because I could talk about Minecraft, I can talk about GTA, I can talk about Dragon Ball Z. So, no. I've already, okay. I've talked about all of them in the past. Minecraft with Pokemon is Pixelmon. Played that. And uh, I'm stalled for time because Jack went away. Did he? I was paying attention. Yeah, but... No, he did? Yeah, but... Okay. Uh, well, I could talk about what I've been playing if that's the case. Yeah, just trying to think. It's like... I want to play Dragon Age. Like, new DLC came out today, and... But I, that's, I, I don't... Go. I just don't want to put... 
150 hours into a game now. Yeah. Like, I, I, I want something to play, but I don't want to invest time into it, if that makes sense. I understand, like, that, that game, well, game, that game right there is, like, a, a huge commitment, so I understand that, like, I'll be completely honest, like, I just got, I just sold it, like, I'm just, like, I'm done with this game, like, I, like I talked about before, I put 37 hours into it, I really wasn't having all that fun playing it, I was just kind of putting, I was just playing it to be playing it, and I wasn't really getting anywhere with it, so, yeah, I got rid of that, and I'm not going to buy... I wouldn't recommend buying the DLC for a game that you don't really want to play. Right. Which I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I want to play it, but I'm not going to play it. Yeah. And... Which is disappointing, because it's like one of my favorite... It was your... It's a sequel to your favorite game of last generation. Right. And, uh... I played a little more Battle for Hardline multiplayer. Yeah. And the more I play it, the more I feel mad about it. Uh-huh. Like, the game... Is balanced. It's not balanced. Uh, it it picks and chooses when it wants to be balanced, which for a shooter is something you don't want. Yeah, like mm. there'll be games where he's back, uh, where I'll shoot a guy with my sniper rifle. He won't die. Like, like he refu- they'll refuse to die with the sniper rifle unless you put like fifteen shots into him. Which kind of messed up because the starting sniper rifle has 11 shots in it. And it's a bolt action. But when. But then there'll be games where I'll get one hit kill, one hit kill, one hit kill. And I'll only be aiming for center mass. I never really go for headshots. If I get a headshot, it's purely by luck. So. When I'm hitting center mass, like like right in the heart area, it's it's weird. Like it'll it picks and chooses when it wants to be a one hit kill or a, a kill. And uh, I wish the game was a little bit more stable, and the game modes were a little bit more fun. Like I went through all the game modes, and I think maybe. Three out of the seven I uh, liked. And uh, one was Team Deathmatch. One was uh, Conquest, which is uh, in all the Battlefield games. And uh, the other one is a new game mode called Hostage. Where you have to, if you're the cops, you have to get S, like extract the hostage from uh, the bad guys. Right. And if you're the bad guys, you have to defend the hostage from the cops. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, that game is okay. Or that game mode is okay. Yeah. But, uh, again, uh, Tyler, what have you been playing? Um, I I played a little bit more of Codename Steam. I'm only on, like, Chapter 6. I'm, I'm kind of playing it, like I talked about last week. It's a very good um, mobile game from the or a handheld game because, uh, you know, you can play a game in you know thirty minutes or so. So it's or a map, I guess. Um, and like I talk about, like each each mission or each mission. There's sixteen missions, and each mission has uh, two or three like individual maps in it. And there's each map could take you twenty thirty minutes. So you can and it saves in between every map. And there's save points on the map. So I've been playing a couple of matches, a couple of maps, you know, one or two maps every day. So I'm slowly turning through that, but I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, 
I'll talk, I want to talk. I want to play a little bit more and talk about next week. Um, the other one is I talked about this when episode one came out, uh, but Resident Evil, uh, Re- Resident Evil Revelations two, um, all the episodes are finally out. I was able to complete them this past weekend. Um, it took me about I want to say I think it was like seven hours and like twenty two minutes or something like that. Um, at times you, um, but I don't know. If I like this game, um, based off the fact it was separated into chapters, you got one chapter every week, and it was like hour, half to two hour blocks, or if if I if it was legitimately, I just really like this game because it's there's nothing about it that like just stands out. It it's it's a comparable, it's a, it's a it's a pretty good third person shooter. Um, there's the story is pretty much it. it I don't know if Capcom just makes really bad stories on purpose. It's like it's, I don't know if it's part of the charm, but I don't know if they're aware of the joke at this point. Like the stories are just really ridiculous, and they don't really make a lot of sense. There's a lot of plot holes, and I I can think of two or three plot holes in Resident Evil Revelations Two, um, just without even really delving deep into the plot. Um, but I mean, as far as the game goes, it's it's fine. Uh, you know, the shooting's fine. Uh, they actually do a pretty good job of. I never really felt like. Um, it was more. It felt more like an action game than it was a uh, kind of like a, a horror game in that sense, where it was you always had plenty of ammo as long as you were pretty smart with you, know, you went more for the headshots instead of and you know uh, headshots and taking them, shooting them in like the legs to knock them down and doing a lot more uh, you know melee combos. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it for what it was. It was twenty five bucks. Um, I did find out um, that I talked about this. I think we joked around about this about a month ago or so when it first came out. It was $25 for the season pass, or you can buy the four um, episodes individually at $6 a piece for $24, which was a dollar cheaper than the season pass. Um, come to find out the reason why it's a dollar more for the season pass, it comes with two extra missions, or two, like, I think it was like extra episodes or something like that. Each one, I guess, is 30 or 40 minutes. I haven't really got a chance to dive into those. Um, but, I mean, with Resident, Resident Evil Revelations 2, it's... It's, it really comes down to if you're a fan of the Resident Evil series and you, if you like more of like 4 and 5. If, I think if you like 5, you'll like this. Um, it's more of like a, more of a condensed down version of that where they're not going crazy with... It doesn't have a huge it's, crazy... It's not Resident budget. Evil 6, Michael Bay. It's more yeah. like... Uh, it's a lower budget. Like, God, what's it, the back director's name? I want to say... Uh... Don't say Juve Ball. No, fuck no. <laughs> God, I want to say it's Jerry Brockheimer. You, you I, get I, you, you know get a little bit more of a story, but you also get like the Michael Bay experience with the explosions and over the yeah, top I mean, stuff. It, yeah, it has that. I mean, it's it's just you could tell it's not like they didn't put a hundred million dollars into this game. It was a small, concise game. Um, I really like the format of the of the week of getting an episode a week, and I've talked about this before. I wish Telltale would go to that, or with giving us, um, you know, like Game of Thrones episodes come out for the next one episode a week every every week for the next six weeks. Um, I like that format because the games the episodes came out on Tuesday, but it was like every Sunday I had like I have two hours of a fairly fun time with this game, and that was perfect. Like it was. It wasn't too long where I got bored. It wasn't too short where I felt ripped off. It was just a perfect hour and a half, two hours um, every Sunday for four straight weeks that I had where I could sit down and play Resident Evil, which I like to play Resident Evil. So 
Um, as far as that format goes of getting a weekly, you know, breaking games up into episodes and give us one a week, I love that format. I don't know if I can recommend this game for $40 even. Um, it's $40. It's out in the stores right now physically. Or you can still buy it for $25 on, you know, d digitally. I think it's on it's on everything, I'm pretty sure. 360 PS3, why is it, PS4, Why Xbox is it $40 one. physical and $25 Digital. Because just because the price, you know, there's a you know obviously shipping it and you know, manufacturing costs, all that, it's more expensive. So they're basically giving you a pretty steep discount, almost half off if you get it digitally. But um, you get like games like Minecraft, uh, Terraria, or whatever it's called. Terraria. Those games. Terraria. Yeah, whatever. Uh, those games are twenty dollars digitally and uh, twenty dollars physical, like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Are they I mean, just trying to make sure that people buy it digitally? I think that's what they're going for. It could. I don't know. I mean, I didn't give. I don't know the business reasons behind it, but I assume it's basically they want more people to get it digitally. And plus, you got basically a months of. Uh, you're getting the episodes before. Uh, I think episode four came out the the same day the whole the the full game came out physically. So I think they're we're pushing for it. I think that's part of the reason they went. Um, digitally with it was to get more digital sales. They probably, I mean, obviously you get a lot more profit out of it. You're only splitting it with whoever constantly bought it on, whether it was Steam or Xbox or PlayStation. You're splitting it between the console maker or the or, or Steam or Valve, I guess. And um, you're splitting and you're getting the rest of it. You don't have to split it with the WalMarts or the GameStop. So I imagine there's a bigger cut of the pie on that. So and it's a smaller game, so they're not gonna. I I don't think people like. You aren't going to spend forty dollars on that game when they can just go to the store and spend forty bucks on it. Right. So, fifteen dollars off. You know, I think that's that's a huge difference. Um, I mean, that's all. It was enough difference with me to to buy it um, digitally. Plus, I got you know I got to play it before it came out. Right. So that was that made the big difference for me. I I hope more games do this. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't want every game doing this. Um, but I would. I could see more of like maybe not the AAA games, but like um. The mid-tier type of games, right? Mid-tier or like there's a joke online. People were saying like the triple B games or the triple C games. The triple C games. <laughs> yeah, like like the, I would be okay with more of those. Like more games like this did that where like it wasn't like these don't have $100 million budgets, but they got the 5 10 15 $20 million budgets. You know, like Resident Evil Revelations. I don't know what the budget is, but I imagine closer to that figure. Um, I think that's the smart way to go. Like, Give it to us advance on, on digitally and split it up. Make it fairly cheap, you know, maybe thirty, forty dollars in whole, depending on what your, what the game is and the, you know what you have behind it, and go from there. So I don't. I would. I would say um, if you're a fan of Resident Evil and you like Revelations One, um, at least try out the first episode. It's six bucks. I mean, it's a pretty cheap, you know, jump into a game. So, so you know, not a bad way to go. So I would. I, I I enjoyed it, but that's just me. But uh, Jack or yeah, Jack, uh, what have you been playing, buddy? Well, let's see. Other than the Pokemon Omega Ruby stuff, which you know, by the way, it's like uh, it's gotten to the point and stuff. I've done the Pokedex, I've completed it, and let me tell you though, going forth and uh, just completing all that stuff, just getting all the the event legendaries, even though I didn't have to. I had a couple of friends that actually had some event legendary stuff that they've gotten like. You know, from a years like years ago, and stuff. I was managed managed to do like a trade and trade back for like uh, a couple of them, but it it just feels kind of 
it feels really like a weird though because I did the exact same thing like for uh, red and blue and gold and silver back in the day as well. Only back then I just did it with like a link cable and two Game Boys since I borrowed my little brother's Game Boy or something like that, and I just decided to oh, oh hey. Let's just do trading a bunch of Pokemon from here and here, you know? Just just random doing stuff like that. But uh, I found out a little trick today where you can actually evolve a Pokemon and stuff by uh, basically trading it from one of your games to another. So, for example, if you have, like, a copy of, say, like, Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire, and you can basically trade, like, games one another without even needing another 3DS by putting the Pokemon, like... Uh, that you want or some on GTS, then try to trade for it that way with the other version. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're gonna want to mm-hmm. offer like a Pokemon that's not very desirable because if you try trading the Pokemon you want to evolve, more than likely it's gonna get stolen <laughs> or really? just sniped like right after from under you. Which thankfully that's that's never happened when I did it. I only did it once, but uh, but uh, in doing so, I was able to evolve my Scyther into Scizor, which I really wanted to get uh, a new... Like, I really wanted to try to train a Scizor, because they're... It's a pretty damn good Pokemon, see, on the competitive scene, too. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's like... Just completing the whole 719, like, uh, Pokemon that it is in the Pokedex. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> but... Uh, what else I've been playing? I finished up Wario Land 3, which, that's a game I have not beat in quite a long time, and I really am, like, starting to remember, like, the reasonings why I don't go back to the game, like, like, uh, over the past, say, ten years or so, is because sometimes the game can be a little bit frustrating at points. Like, for say, if you've ever played in the video game or something, and if you can't die or something, but the enemies attack you and they, like, they cause you kickback or recoil damage or something where you're bounced across the stage or something like that where you have to transverse the same steps and the same pathways to get back up to a certain point. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that happened to me like about quite a few number of times during the last week when I was playing it, which, you know, that really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. However, what I did is I finally got all the music boxes, so... There's like six music boxes in, I think, the entirety of the game. Six, possibly five, but... Anyway, you're supposed to gather them up, and spoilers, once you go forth and collect all of them, you bring it to the temple, and you get to face off against the final boss, which, unbeknownst to you, is actually some sort of evil-like uh, clown. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, it, it just really makes me laugh for a certain extent, because that's the one thing I hate. I do not like clowns. And all of a sudden you present it, and all of a sudden it's like you see this big-ass clown that's so freaking huge. It's like he's like, uh... Hey, God, he had to have been at least about two or three times the size of uh, Wario. And uh, he basically is a, a clown that has horns for ears, and he has these two giant fists, which kind of really remind me of the fists and stuff for Super Smash Brothers and stuff. Because, you know, that was around the same time, though, like, when Smash Brothers came out and Wario Land 3 came out. I mean, like, 99, 2000, that year range. But, uh, yeah, that that final boss is really easy. As a matter of fact, a lot of the bosses in that game, they are easy. Is, uh, because you are already given these certain powers and you can use your specific powers in order to advance and, like, uh, take them out, like, in two or three hits. So the trick about this final boss is you have to butt stomp his uh, his uh, closed fists and stuff. There's like two flying fists that he has, 
And so you have to butt stomp one of the fists and stuff when he tries to, like, punch you. Pick up the fist and just toss it to where you can hit him in the hit him in the face with his own uh, with his own fist. <laughs> so basically, you you're making him hit himself. <laughs> oh man, it was just so it was kind of funny. I was just thinking in the back of my mind just now, just uh, just the process of doing that. And I just I just keep on remembering the lines. Oh, quit hitting yourself! Quit hitting yourself! Quit hitting yourself! <laughs> but uh, yeah, afterwards it's like. The game's over, do this and stuff. I still haven't gotten all the treasures inside that, but I, I really don't want to go back and do that because I've already had enough of my completionist aspect take over for the past month. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that kind of opens up like other games in order to try out and play if I feel like it. But other than that, that's pretty much what I've been playing. <laughs> okay, very cool, buddy. Um, well, we got a bunch of topics to talk about, and... Uh... Let's try doing. We'll try doing quickly. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and start off with uh, kind of our first one. Uh, talked about a couple weeks ago where Sony announced that they were um, that their um, VR headset was coming out. Uh, Morpheus they announced Spring 2016. Mm-hmm. Well, Valve has kind of opened up. They've pretty much said that's not going to be out anytime this year. I think pretty much everybody has said that their VR headsets won't be out this holiday season. Um, but Valve is saying that their VR might be even pricier than what everybody else's is going to be. And there's already mm. been talks that the VR headsets are going to be in that three to four to five hundred dollar range. Ugh. So we might be looking at you know we don't know what the, obviously we don't know these things might be around that Morpheus could be two three hundred dollars, but we might be looking at Valve might be a console. So you know I would trust Valve more so with the. Uh that type of technology than with Sony or Microsoft, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with with Valve's, you can definitely, I mean, the the price point will be high higher, which we, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too surprised if that is the case. Yeah. Um, but you could look at it from the, the standpoint that Steam gets a lot more games than, yep. you know, PlayStation and um, Xbox get, so there might be more more games out there for us to play. Who knows if those games will be any good. Yeah. But there'll probably be a lot more options for those um, people that have VR headsets for Valve. I'll say it right now. I just don't trust Sony with their uh, Morpheus headset. You know, it's just like uh, it, they don't have a good track record with a lot of their accessories for their consoles. So I'm not really, mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm not really excited for their accessory or plan on even trying to buy it because I feel like they're not going to get the most out of it as opposed to, say, Valve because Valve usually does quality stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, you look at the only thing really Sony's ever loyal to is their consoles. Very true. As far as like the gaming part of it goes, so I mean, not, I mean, and let's talk about their home consoles, like not their handhelds, because they're not loyal to those either. Mm-hmm. What about you, uh, Jake? God, um, I don't know, man. Like the um, VR stuff, uh, just I'm um, don't. Don't know, like it shouldn't be expensive. It really should. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's three hundred dollars should be the highest it should be. Yeah, and I mean, it very well could be. Like the the room, just kind of going through the rumor meal. I mean, obviously, we won't know until someone until we probably. I I think the earliest we might find anything out price points is probably E three mm-hmm. um, this year, um, but I doubt we will. Um, so it's hard to say right now. We really were going off rumors of prices and. I think three hundred is is if that's the most expensive. If Valve is three hundred, that's a little more reasonable. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at the four to five hundred dollar oh. range, that's kind of that's really insane. Where you can buy 
a full console. I mean, what if it costs more than a console, I think it's kind of insane. That's sort of like PS3, like, uh, oh god, what was the console I was thinking of? 3DO territory, too, you know? But that's just console aspect. That's not, like, VR stuff. Yeah. That's the most familiar I can, I can place that type of pricing with, but, uh, Anyway, it's yeah. it's like what I, I it's like what I've been thinking about like for the past uh, just for the past while just thinking about this whole VR stuff. It's like there just needs to be that that one game that we need to see in order for it to really like uh, take off as a thing. But uh, yeah, the thing about it is I'm not too sure we might see something. We I'm hoping we'll see something that might convince people to uh, invest inside this like the the VR like headsets stuff like that. Maybe at E3 possibly at next year's E3 or maybe even like at a separate type of event hosted by Valve, who knows. But uh, I'm really yeah, hoping I that mean, this becomes Valve's a good thing. Valve do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just tough to say right now whether we're so early into this Agreed. um I would say of everybody though, I mean Valve's is the one I think we probably everybody maybe Oculus those are the two right now. The two biggest ones I think people are more interested in, just uh, based off just their track. They have a better track record than pretty much everybody else. So, right. Or at least Valve does. So, I mean, and they really have like the, they probably have the most chips to play right now in this in this VR game. With they they have you know probably Half Life and um, Portal. You know, we talked about we talked about this a couple weeks ago. But if they want to if they want to make those exclusive to their VR, you know. VR headset, they, they very easily could and not win too much to, point right off the bat. They're not likely, going to. I'm not. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think they will. I'm just saying they <laughs> they easily could win this war if we're if we're gonna call this VR game a war right now. But um, they could with just making those two announcements by putting one of them on their headset, possibly, or maybe even like another Left 4 Dead game. Even though the studio that made it is gone, but. Uh... Yeah, could you just imagine though playing like a Left 4 Dead game on like a, a VR headset? How freaking frantic no. that would be! That would be so no. fucking scary, too, dude. I just don't. I don't. I think the problem with those kind of what they would actually become know. a scary game if that was the case. Yeah, it would be, huh? Like, oh my god, zombies everywhere! <laughs> They're everywhere! <laughs> I, well, I look at um the VR as more of like almost like a it's got to be more of like a mobile or handheld kind of situation where you don't want to be in that VR thing for too long right like, i think maybe two hours at most and we don't know how you know good this technology will be like how motion sickness or anything like that could affect you but yeah but that's i mean a... i don't see myself playing a dragon age in this for six seven straight hours oh my god but you you can't oh. underestimate that people will do that they'll play like for a large well, extreme amount of time if it means like a good game though but uh if we can get a uh, dragon, no dragon, dragon age, but dragon age s game, meaning a core title, yeah, with a connect or connect s device with VR, we're, we're one step closer to the holodeck. Shit. Yeah, Just, it has to work. All of a sudden, a Klingon appears yeah. from out of your VR headset. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Lincoln? <laughs> what? Oh, uh, you you don't watch you didn't watch Futurama. Evil Lincoln. <laughs> he, he's a guy who knows everything about Futurama. Oh my god. Well, let's uh let's go ahead and move on. Uh, we got we have some more topics to talk about here. Um we'll just kind of combine these two cuz they're essentially the same thing. Um 
Sling TV is officially on Xbox One. It is twenty dollars a month. It's essentially, I believe, it is a um, it's, a, it's Dish Network owned um, streaming device where it's essentially a ha- it's um, kind of like cable. It's just, you're streaming. Um, has pretty much all of it. The regular ones um, as far as channels go: ABC, Fox, NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, also has like TNT, TBS. Um, has the ESPN one and two um, Disney channels on there as well. Uh-huh. Um, that is twenty dollars a month. It's it's exclusively on as well. You can get it on your laptop, but it's exclusively as consoles go. It is exclusive to Xbox One, and um, Sony has released the PlayStation View in three cities. I believe Chicago, New York, and Philly. I think I want to say yeah, Philly, New York, and Chicago are the three cities they're in, and that one is. A little more expensive at fifty dollars a month, oh, but it has a lot God. more channels. It has, but it has a lot more channels. It has CBS, Fox, NBC, of course. At uh, 50, but it also has like at fifty dollars a month, you're basically paying for cable. Yeah, yeah but I mean, the, the good thing with this one is you look at Sling TV. The options are extremely limited. Um, I would say the one big bonus for Sling TV is it has the ESPN networks, which. Say if you whether you're a sports fan or not, it's still one of the most watched cable you channels can get out there. Basic cable for twenty dollars a month, and it comes with ESPN. Yeah, the only good thing with this though is like that's like if you don't have anything special like that. This will have um, like it's everything's on demand. Uh, you have live, you have a DVR. This with the PlayStation View, it, it does have um, Fox Sports, it has uh, Cartoon Network, has um, it has CNN, MSNBC, MTV. Um, all the USA Network, VH1, has AMC, TBS, TNT, Spike. Pretty much all the big ones are mm. on there. It does have other levels. That's just the, the, the smallest one. There's a $60 a month one that has, uh, I think, the Big Ten Network. Um, a couple more sports channels. And there's the Elite Package for $70, which has a bunch more like side channels. like um, Stuff I've never heard of, like um, Boomerang. Centric, um, a lot of local uh, Fox Sports networks and some like extra MTV and VH1 um, stations. So, but I, I, for the most part, I kind of agree with you guys. Um, I, I'm I'm all for going to the streaming age with cable and cutting the cord. The the bonus with these things is there's no contracts on these. You can cancel any time. But if you're paying the same amount for essentially cable and you're getting less, and you have to also count on your internet connection being good at all times. PlayStation View is kind of insane, especially if you want, for whatever reason, those extra packages. PlayStation View is like a waste of money for me, and that's only because of the aspect of how my cable situation is at the moment. I cannot get a separate type of internet provider away from cable. The place where I do my business with, uh, say, you know, getting the cable aspect, it's already bundled in with telephone line stuff, with internet and stuff, mm-hmm. and cable happens to be a part of the package, considering that they don't want people just to get the cable, you know, the internet thing for a low price and just skip out on the cable stuff. So, mm-hmm. looking at... They have like a bundle yes, deal. Yes, exactly. It, that's, that's their way of uh, deterring people from just, like, uh, getting the internet things and just, just, like, you know, getting rid of the whole lot of the fucking cable, because I personally have friends who personally have just internet and they're making do with the subscription mm-hmm. stuff that they have from Netflix and Hulu and stuff. All you really need is Netflix and Hulu. You don't really need anything else. Netflix, Hulu, and well, YouTube usually for me, but... YouTube's free. Like, that's, yeah. not really, that's not a subscription. Yeah, I know, but... Well, yeah. I mean, it depends on, like, someone like me who's a huge sports fan, also a wrestling fan. 
Like sadly, the one like the the the, the big the biggest reason I want cable is is to watch wrestling, so I can watch my Night Raw and stuff. Like that's really like if 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 I wasn't a wrestling fan, I wouldn't really care much about but having cable. Because can you watch Raw on can, Hulu? Yeah, you can watch it Monday um, Night Raw on Hulu. They do it the night after, and it's uh, a ninety minute version. Which say what you want, I still want my I'm, as as crappy as those three hour Raws can be at times. I want the whole thing. So. Yeah, yeah, I can understand where you're well, coming it, from. The 90 minute version basically is just the matches and a little bit of yeah. promotional stuff. Yeah, but I, I want the you know it's just that's the way I am. I want I want the whole you I want, want the, the whole, whole three hour shitty experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it, some nights it's pretty horrible. I mean, but I mean that's that's mainly it's plus sports. I I watch ESPN daily. I want I want to be able to watch you know my East, I want to watch my pardon the interruption around the horn sports center at five o'clock. Yeah, there's uh, ESPN apps on your PS4, but don't you have to pay? Yeah, for but they just give you as well for that stuff. Well, they have like the ESPN where it gives you like segments, but like it doesn't have. It's once again, it's like I want the whole package with those. It's kind of you know it, it's it's kind of the whole I want my cake and eat it too sense where you want everything but you don't want everything else that comes with that package. Right. I don't want six hundred channels. I want like. I want me, thirty. I, mean, like, I want like, fifteen channels. There's like yeah. There's like fifteen channels I need, and I'm good. Like that's it. Yeah, that's give me really USA. Fun. Give me ESPN, ESPN <laughs> two, Fox, ABC, and that's it. AMC, really, and not in the locals. But I mean, it's kind. Of, I think the view, uh, the sling, isn't bad option. I guess if you don't have cable, it's not a bad option. It's, it's better. It's twenty bucks a month, which ain't bad, and you get a, f- a few decent channels in there. Um. Get the ESPN and stuff like that, which um, really, as long as it, if it got the USA Network, I don't know if it does yet or not. Um, I would be that would be enough for me. Right. Um, but just kind of looking at the whole thing, um, if you if you break it down, like someone like like the PlayStation View is fifty bucks a month. Then if you had Netflix, that's eight bucks a month. Then if you had the HBO Go, that's fifteen yep. bucks a month. Someone like me has to be ten bucks a month. You're paying you're paying more maybe even. But the only but the upside with like. Cable, you might be paying a hundred bucks a month, but you might have four receivers in your house, so every room has cable. Yep. This is going to be to that one is going to be to your, tied to your console. What you would I mean, do might... is, uh, you have your one central hub, your consoles. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you you should have three uh, Google Google Chromecast. Yeah. Well, PlayStation View, I think it's going to be tied to the Sony consoles at first, and then I think eventually it's going to be in like the, the Sony smart TVs. And then it's going to be, uh, it might become like its own like little separate thing you can buy at the store. Oh, I see. Um, I, I see. So it's basically going to evolve into like, say, just a built-in cable player. service or something like that from the TV, right? Yeah. So it might be like your Chrome, it might be like a Chromecast or like the Apple TV. But Jesus. Apple's making the, their own thing here soon. I think this fall we're going to get a lot of these. Like we're going to, there's going to be 20 of them. I think that's kind of scary oh, because. that sounds just gross, some might, dude. It's like the VR thing where it might be, you, got, you might get exclusive channels to this one, exclusive channels to this one. So I might need three of these subscriptions to get all the channels I want. Well, I don't know about you guys so, though, but all these subscriptions and stuff like that, I mean, all of it just sounds really gross because potentially you have maybe the same price you would pay for just regular cable for all the channels and stuff you need. All of that, you're going to be paying the same price or even more for individual subscriptions for sooner or later. See, I, I'm yeah. just going to be, I'm just happy with my uh, internet subscription, my Netflix, and my free YouTube. Basically, I'm just yeah. happy with my my Netflix. Whenever I do watch it, it's more 
for my little brother since he likes to watch things on Netflix, but uh, that, Hulu, and some cable stuff, which I partially pay for. <laughs> yeah, same here. I mean, yeah, I, I, I like the idea of doing things like this, but... It's just kind of scary what it's turning into, where you, you might be paying the same it's amount, just, if not more. It's for, just that it's fifty dollars a month for thirty channels. Yeah, when you're paying, you could pay sixty dollars a month 30, for five thousand channels. I mean, you might, but you might only watch twenty of them. But it might the the Sling TV might not, or you might only have half the channels. You I mean, want, you, so you look at this, you look at it from this type of like perspective as well. I mean, you're paying like about like what fifty dollars a year for PlayStation, like PSN and stuff like that. 60 mm-hmm. for, like, Xbox Live, then on top of that, maybe another 50 or 20 or whatever the hell type for this type of service, and then you're trying to do, like, all sorts of various other accounts, say, like, for your EA Access for Xbox One, or maybe even, like, some sort yeah. of season pass thing for the PS4, you know? It, ugh, ugh. Well, I mean, you don't need PlayStation you don't, Plus or no. Xbox yeah, Gold like to the, use That's not, right, though. They're not, Xbox doesn't have a paywall anymore. Yeah, they took that down. Well, so thank God I mean, for that. <laughs> I, there's there's some benefit. Like I said, Sling TV is probably great for someone who doesn't have cable. I mean, if there's some channels in that interest you, one bucks a month. That's they, you can handle that. But um, let's move on because we still got some more topics to talk about. Uh, we have um, uh, let's see which one should we talk about next? Uh, let's talk about some remasters because there's been plenty of those announced this week. I'm actually kind of excited for these announcements too. Uh, I hate Jack's fired. Um, <laughs> Get your shit off your desk like, I, and for disconnect one, your call. I'm glad of these remaster overlords. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I'm getting a Battletoads HD collection for the Xbox One. Oh, it just makes me more glad that uh, I got rid of the PS3 a while ago because <laughs> I could play the same games on my current consoles. <laughs> you can rebuy them at nearly full price. Yeah, really. But let's um. So there's a funny joke going out um, right now on Twitter. I saw that uh, people are calling the PS4 the PS3 remastered. <laughs> pretty funny because someone someone actually pulled up the stats as of um, Tuesday good. when Borderlands um, remastered came out or Borderlands um, Handsome Collection came out. There's 97 games available uh, physically for the PS4. 25 of them are remastered. <laughs> So about twenty seven, twenty eight percent of the games you can play, you can buy at the store for PS4 are games from last generation. So going on with that, um, so God of War three was announced uh, as a remaster. It's forty bucks coming out on July fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, Microsoft is is wondering if you people if if everybody would like a um, Alan Wake remastering on the Xbox One. Oh boy! And the Batman Arkham City and Arkham Asylum are. Rumored to come out, uh, as rumored to have remasters coming uh, later sometime this this mm. year. So three, mm. four, well, technically four if you include you know Batman has two games. Uh, pretty popular games from the last generation uh, might be coming out in the next few months for um, or next this year for the new consoles. Right. Um, are anybody? Oh, I know Jack. Which ones are you excited about? I guess I'm excited for the Batman ones. Why? Because I love playing those uh, Arkham Asylum games, and uh, since these are the first, you know, the first two, which I was actually kind of hoping that would be re-released, considering the plethora of uh, remasters that we've had for over the past couple, like, what, the past year and a half now? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man, just the thought of playing it on the, with a freaking controller, you know, like, you know, with my PS4, you know, on my PS4, recording some footage, doing this and doing that, because... 
you know what? The game is really awesome. I mean, both games are awesome. Arkham Asylum, that it feels like a Super Metroid game kind of to me because of the unlockable mm-hmm. upgrades. You have to progress a certain area by having this upgrade and doing this and doing that. But uh, I'm more so I'm looking forward to it because, hey, that might be another opportunity to get a platinum. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, wh- what about you, Jake? Are you interested in any of these? Any of these? No. What I am interested in is Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1 remaster for the Xbox One. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> that kind of already happened. I mean, that did, was technically put on the Xbox yeah, One. Yeah. I, 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 but, I don't know. No, I mean, it's like, the only real remasters, like, uh, like I hate remastered now. It's like... There's too because, many of like, them, you think, dude. No, not that there's too many of them. Like, I have no problem with, like, they're being considerate of putting games that everyone loves True. back on. But mm. what I hate is that they're $60 when you can go buy the previous year version for $10. Well, hmm. Gears of War 3 is, or Gears, God of War 3 is coming out for 40 bucks. But most of them are slightly, 10 Ten twenty dollars cheaper than most games, so yeah. but that's the positive, I guess. No, but, but. the fact that there's still like you're paying out the ass load for games you've already played. That's like these, yeah, these games should be cheaper. Like these should be, games should be probably half the cost. Like, these should be like at least like thirty, maybe forty bucks tops, possibly. You know, because they are remasters from like uh, previous games that you mostly have already played, like from years past. But now they're presented as like a fifty or sixty dollar experience with maybe minimal type of improvement to them. So, geez. like last, yeah, what was it Last of Us? The game came out a year after it came out. Yeah, and uh, not much improvement on that can be done within the year. It looked. I will say. I mean, I I, I purchased that one and because um, mainly because one of my favorite games of all time. But well, it's also Naughty Dog. So if they're going to do something within the year, it's going to be Naughty Dog. Oh no shit! No yeah. shit, man. And that game looks ten times better than it did on PS3. And How is that even possible, for God's sakes? The PS3 version looked could, fucking I don't, great, too. <laughs> and this game blew that out of the water. Oh, but, my God. I mean, at, I, I mean it's really upsetting. Because not only are we getting, like, um, you know, when it was a couple AAA games that came out in the last generation, I'm like, okay, that's like the Halo Master 2 collection. That's pretty cool. Okay, that that's all yeah, the that, Halo's that in there. Fun. That's fun. Uh, that's acceptable. Last of Us, it, it came out at the end of the PS3 cycle. But now you not, got games there's like... There's a lot more... Go, like, now you got games like Tomb Raider. You got games like Saint Row. Saint Row 4 was a fun game. Mm-hmm. Got Out of Hell. Sleeping Dogs. Got Out of Hell was yeah. fun. But, like, Got Out of Hell could have been its own game. We didn't need Saint Row 4 coming out with it. Yeah, I mean, really, they're just cheap cash-ins, and, you know, which... I can understand from the business point, it's smart because they're cheap to make and you can turn them out quickly and make a decent amount of change on them. But at this point, it's just becoming, it, it's almost, it went from being kind of a joke six months ago to like, at first it was kind of cool with the games they were announcing. Yes. They were picking their big ones here and there. And like, okay, that's cool. Now it's, we're at the point, then it was kind Sleeping of like, Sleeping okay, Dogs Remastered. <laughs> yeah, Sleeping Dogs, Tomb Raider, Saints Row 4, DMC. Devil May Cry 4. See, here's the thing. Yeah, like, Devil Lance May Cry 2. 4 does the not more... need a fucking remaster. Alright, see, so the thing is, no. like, here, here's, like, God, I need another beer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, they could have put in backwards compatibility in, but they purposely didn't. 
just not to focus more on the hardware, but just so they could sell these games. Yes, that's exactly what I don't they know did that, with that, dude. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, because obviously it would, it would increase the price of the consoles. But I think it, I don't. I think maybe at, at first they were thinking like what we what we were talking about. Like they're just picking their spots with the big ones, and then everybody saw how then all the other developers are out there like, wow, people are buying up these remasters. We should make. What's our biggest IP we have? That one, Mortal people, Kombat people versus care? DC Universe. Let's do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's true too. I mean, unless Brig comes out at a remaster, then I then I'll stop complaining. But I'll eat, I'll eat crow. Uh, right, until listen, then, I'm if, if Brink comes out as a remaster, I'll lose my fucking shit. <laughs> I will too. Like no, not in the positive way. I mean, like in the angry way. Like oh, dude, I'm buying that day one. Like that game was fun, but that game was fun for a different reason. It was the Sharknado of games. <laughs> I'd, just, I'd, like, still, and, I'd still pay for it again. It, it was a solid game a couple months after launch, but we said yeah. it plenty of times like that game was fun for a different reason. Like, yeah, this is a recurring joke essentially with this show, though. Like, but no, it's like I, I it's not really a joke because we actually do enjoy the game. Yeah, I still want to bring two. Yeah, but it's like, well, hey, Bethesda's E three conference. I'm oh my hope. god, I don't care about. Well, that's a few months. I away. will sacrifice the Fallout Four for bring two. But anyways, you know, um, probably would too. But, yeah, if it worked. Yeah. Yeah, true, if if the game actually works, that's what's scary. Actually, that's about what's like scary the only, about Bethesda the only games, games that work. <laughs> the only thing that works with like the, the the only games that come out not broken are the remasters. Well, no, I can't say that because Halo Master Chief Collection is still broken. <laughs> oh no, it's so, actually, it works now. Like it works. It's somewhat. not. The, it's not the. <laughs> Like the games by themselves work. Like you can play the campaigns and no problem. The multiplayer. The reason the reason why the multiplayer has not worked is because they tried to make something like the matchmaking system is not the matchmaking systems from those games. Nope. It is something yeah. new that they made, which is why it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. So 2014, the year of the broken games. 2015, part one or first half broken. Yeah. Part two remasters. Um. It's been going. Oh God! Never mind. I was gonna say some happy news, but I, I saw the other topic <laughs> we to talk about. Um, yeah. So Kojima is pretty much. It's it's a rumor. It's not confirmed, but it's basically a thing when um, Konami's going around scrubbing any existence of Kojima from exi- um, from their from the Twitter site, Facebook site. Um, they're taking his logo out of all of the every game out there right now. What? Um, so it's pretty much a rumor that Kojima is leaving Konami after Metal Gear Solid Five comes out. Apparently, his contract is up in December, which um, apparently Silent Hill, which he was working on um, with um, Geek Del Toro, yeah, um, that game's tour. still being. Thank you. I always forget his first name, um, but that game is um, technically a Konami um, thing. So Kojima, it will not have. He won't be working on that anymore after he's gone. Um, so it's a sad thing. He, he's been working for the company for 30 years. He's, he, he's he's 51 years old, which is crazy. I thought he was much older than that. So that means he's been working for that company since he was 21. And the scary part about um, it is he's been working on the Metal Gear Solid franchise ever since he was, like, what in his, like, tw- like 30s or something? 20s? He's been involved in every single Metal Gear Solid game except for Metal Gear Solid 2, which is pretty much well-known for being the worst Metal Gear game of all time. Well, Metal Gear Solid... I'm sorry, Metal Gear 2, not Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah, Metal, uh, Metal Gear, Gear 2. 2 yeah, Twin Snakes was good. Or, yeah, so... Substance or whatever. That was Twin... 
That was just, uh, Sons of Liberty. Sons of Liberty, Liberty yeah. Oh, Sons of Liberty, yeah, that's a good game. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but no, for the Twin Snakes, for the Twin Snakes GameCube. was a remaster. Twin was Snakes a was a remake of the GameCube. A Metal Gear Solid Two never appeared on the GameCube, though. Ah, yeah, it was. It was well. Metal Gear Solid One was Twin Snakes yes. on the okay. GameCube. They remade it for that with and they added some scenes to it or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's really sad. I mean, for especially for me, who's for twenty years been a hardcore Metal Gear fan. I don't know if I. I mean, Kojima is the one like his crazy, his craziness and his love for cinema is what makes those games great, or what makes I mean, maybe not great for some people, but it makes twenty it, hours of freaking cutscenes of Metal Gear Solid that's Four. What, Come on. Well, here's the thing, though. Yeah, it's like I mean, Kojima makes Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that's the thing. Yes. You think this will be the last Metal Gear Solid? No, game? this will not be. God, this no. will not right, be the last. Right, Metal let me Gear rephrase Solid that. Let me rephrase that. Do you think this will be the last? Good Metal Gear Solid game. That's yeah, debatable, though. Th- That's if, like, say, Konami goes on and tries to remaster Metal Gear Solid 4 without Kojima's oh, permission. We'll, I mean, we'll see, we'll see uh, Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3 come out next year. Well, and then we'll see 4 come out as a bonus. And then we'll, see... well, they just did Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 remaster. They, the they haven't done them. They never done remastering of Metal Gear Solid. The remastering. They did it for PS3 and Xbox 360. I have it um, for 360. I forgot about that remaster, actually. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but, I don't know. It's. I think it's, that one started off the trend. Yep. Actually, I think it, I think you're right. Well, <laughs> Imagine that. Well, there's other games for that. There was other games, but, uh, but like it got big like right after that one came out yep that was like four years ago that came out it, it started getting big like two years ago yeah i don't know man uh prince of persia jack and daxter all those games like came out like those were yep ratchet and say Clank, what you will about Cooper, all those stuff don't you don't you dare blame kojima for this <laughs> no i ain't blaming him for, i ain't well, blaming him, him i'm blaming uh i'm just saying it's like the mogar solid is like i think what kicked it off and the downward like, spiral not... for Konami continues. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really is upsetting. Just, I, just look at the. I mean, you look at the future. I, if anything, I what I see happening is Kojima is known for delaying Metal Gear games for mm-hmm. you know for years past. Yep. Or like Metal Gear Solid Four was supposed to be a launch title. And I think it was almost two years later it came yep. out. Um. <laughs> so, he's known for you know d- delaying games. He's He's very strict about he's he wants his games perfect, um, and which is good because you get yeah, the Bethesda, yeah. which, which you get the Bethesda's that that'll put out a shitty game and then like uh, it, dude, like Brink, and then a couple months down the road then we'll fix it after the install after the people are gone. Yeah, like all the Fallout game, but I mean, like if you go I back mean, and play uh, New Vegas now, that game's great. Yeah. You yeah. play at launch. That game was fucking terrible. Yeah, it was. It was definitely broken. And um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Four came out in '08. Okay, so it was, <laughs> it was uh, two years. Yeah, it was like a year and a half, two years after it came yep. out. Then, um, I don't know. It's just I, if I if I'm looking at the future, trying to like see see what's going to happen with the Metal Gear with the Metal Gear series, I th- this might be the most Metal Gear Solid. Um, but I, th- I think if anything, we're going to see a lot more Metal Gear games. Um, just based off, you know, what we talked about, like I just said, but like he's really strict on the way those games come out. With like, he wants them a certain way; they got to be perfect. And I don't know if they're going to have that um, Kojima touch with them when they come out. They might just Metal Gear is our only big freaking franchise we have. 
make 20 every year. That's exactly what's going to happen, too, crazy. because other than, like, yeah. the... Other than they're like, uh, what was it, Pro Evolution Soccer Series that they have that really, like, uh, makes money overseas yep. and stuff like that. Metal Gear Solid is their last big franchise since they drove a lot of their other previous ones to the ground. This is not counting Silent Hill, you which they're say the guy... Yeah, but, I mean, that was Kojima doing that. And, True. I mean, I mean, obviously Del Toro, but, I mean, that that was the, that was the biggest thing behind about that was the fact Kojima's working on Silent Hill. How crazy is that game going to be? Yeah. Um... And that's gone, and it's just it's upsetting for especially for me. Like it's my favorite franchise. I mean, it'd be, it, to me, it'd be like taking Miyamoto out of Nintendo. That's the way I look at it. Like taking Kojima out of Metal Gear, and it's gonna it's gonna lose that touch into me after Metal Gear Solid Five. If Kojima's not around, the Metal Gear Metal Gear series is probably as good as dead to me after that. So, yeah. I'm gonna go cry in the corner after the podcast. Nah, no, you're crying now. You're just trying to hide it. <sighs> yeah, a little bit. Um, hey, I cried on my stream. All right, so that's fine. <laughs> it happens. Uh, I mean, after you get into 200 faults, uh, you start to hurt, hate yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I I can't blame it. Charles does that to people. That's kind of the point of it is. So let's go ahead and jump into our uh, wrestler of the week. What about you, Jack? What do you got? Ah, well, since it's WrestleMania week, in compared, you know, which will culminate Ladies this Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, it's WrestleMania! I believe we could talk a little bit about Roman Reigns. What do you guys think? <laughs> Thank you for already done it before, but... Uh... <laughs> yes, we have gone over Roman Reigns before, but... However, since he is in the main event thing with Brock Lesnar, I think we can talk a little bit more about him. I mean, obviously, Roman Reigns, he's known for debuting with the shield he has no type of indie wrestling experience like past like the wwe so he's pretty much wwe's own like uh homebred product this isn't bad because that's rare yeah that is kind of rare because i heard samoa joe's coming to the wwe i think which i called yeah it's still a rumor still but uh i think there have been like it like statements where he's confirmed that he is going to come to uh, wwe there's also little rumors saying that uh nxt is going to be its own brand too so that's going to be pretty well, cool. Well, the, the talk is Triple H was saying it's more a, it's not really the developmental um, league anymore. It's basically turning into its own brand. Um, but it's still essentially a developmental league. And it's still better than Raw. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, By a long it's, shot. It's definitely better than Raw. <laughs> Which, you know what? I wouldn't mind that. Triple H has his own thing with NXT. Vince McMahon, if he wants to do his hodgepodge of shit on Raw or SmackDown, yeah, that's, that's more power to him, but... Uh... But, is Vince McMahon more like is out out now? Because I know there was a time where he was off camera for a while. Wait, who was? He's he, he like Vince McMahon. I know he goes like on camera for about a year or two. Then he goes off camera basically. For a while, then he comes back. He, he's sporadic. He's sporadic, he, of course. Well, but Vince McMahon, he doesn't appear on live television unless he has some serious shit he wants to change that has to go down. You know. <laughs> Yeah, like we, we, I think we probably saw him three or four times all of last year. So. Yeah, that's that's very true too. But uh, you know, speaking of like Vince McMahon and stuff, let's go to like like I said before, talking a little bit about Roman Reigns and stuff. Like as you guys have known and stuff, even amongst the internet community, Roman Reigns has had a lot. He has had a lot of heat on him in comparison, like because of his uh, family lineage, because he is related to The Rock, he is related to like uh, previous like uh, you know. The previous like members of that elite family and stuff like that, but uh, there are issues that he is 
pretty much being given like the top spot in terms, you know, he has worked towards like a winning the World Rumble. It looks like more or less they're trying to aim him trying to be the WWE World Heavyweight Champion come WrestleMania. But uh yep. yeah, yeah, it's just the whole character of Roman Reigns thing, man. It yeah. I don't know about you guys, but... What character? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the point. He's so freaking green with a lot of his uh, characteristics and stuff. I mean, quite essentially, I cannot tell his character really apart from, say, like, uh, certain other characters that, you know, are like pretty much like jobbers are hardly even on the roster. I mean, with Roman Reigns, he's, like, basically billed himself as sort of like, uh, uh, well, pardon the term, you know, Neanderthal, sort of, because he can hardly speak on the mic. He has he has some great moves in the ring. I mean, he he does he has been yeah. getting better in terms of like performing certain moves in and out of the ring. I mean, I am technically not hating on Roman Reigns like for in general because he has worked for his spot and he is being given this opportunity pretty graciously. I may add, but uh, yeah, I, I almost feel sorry for him in the sense that like we're booing him and we we dislike him be, not because we dislike the guy it's like john cena we don't dislike john cena we dislike the fact he's being forced down our face that's the number one problem i think we're like he's not oh no i do i hate john cena i think he's a shitty wrestler the character of john cena well, is kind of uh not even the character it's like i i think he has zero in-ring performance when, hmm. when he when he needs it, he can have a great match when he needs to have a great oh don't get me wrong he has had several good matches but I think it's because the other people have carried him well yeah that's the point though I mean look when, at the you have a you have to have a good dance partner you know, that's very does, true so. too I mean case in point if you want to look at a, a decent match that John Cena was in flashback to the World Rumble where Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar and himself are in that triple threat Seth Rollins is the main leader of that matchup you know like uh, holding his own and mm-hmm. stuff and try to like you know make Lesnar and Cena look more, you know, like, look yeah, good, it's like, pretty much. It's like Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is has frontal matches, but only when he's in there with other ring generals, as well, they call yeah, them. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly so. the point, though. And, you know, speaking of ring generals and stuff like that, that's, that's just a term, you know, where you have certain wrestlers inside, say, the WWE and even other promotions that pretty much act as leaders, right? To where they can like mm-hmm. just dictate the flow of a match. Okay, do this, do that. They over they oversell moves when they need to. They pretty much, you know, they perform a hundred. They react to yeah, the crowd. They get the pop from the crowd or something like that, both positive and negatively. If they're a heel or a face or something like that, they're basically the guys mm-hmm. that we look to and we want to see more of because they're just so engaging. They know how to engage with people, say within the front row or maybe even in the. The bleeder, you know, the bleed Cheap. seats, you know. Yeah, yep, nosebleeds. The nosebleed section, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, just with Roman Reigns in general, Roman Reigns, he has the look about him. I mean, I can give him that. I mean, he looks like he's a tough guy, that he is a champion. But in terms of his promo skills, which he really is sort of getting into that territory where I just really hope they don't have him be like a Sid Vicious on the microphone or like a freaking like Kevin Nash I mean, because, you know, it's like if you put a microphone in some front of somebody who does not know how to speak well or, like, can't speak well off of cue cards or something like that, people are not going to take them seriously. <laughs> yeah, when it doesn't sound natural, it sounds scripted. Yeah, it, it's very noticeable when when he talks that it's not, it's not natural. And I think that's the biggest – one of the biggest issues. The, one of the biggest, like – the one of the biggest, like uh, – 
problems I have right now and stuff is even within the few that he's having with Brock Lesnar, you have this like like this scripted feud back and forth where Lesnar, obviously because of financial like reasons, because they don't they don't want to pay him for like certain amount of appearances. Like, uh, he's not even there, and Heyman is the one that's carrying the workload between this feud, because he's the one that's giving these great promos. I mean, these great-ass promos mm-hmm. like he generally does with, uh, you know, with stuff, and he has done that for years. But... That man single-handedly has sold WrestleMania, I think, to about a million people. I think so, too. That main event. Yep. It's like, uh... <laughs> but that's just the thing, though. Let's take it back, like, to uh, Raw, like, last Monday night and stuff. I'm not too sure if you saw, like, the ending of it, Tyler, but... Uh, yeah, I watched well, it. Well, the ending of it literally was, like, okay, you have both Brock Lesnar and you have Roman Reigns in the center of the ring. Brock holds up his title. I mean, not title. <laughs> holds up his title. <laughs> Roman Reigns takes the title. Brock gives him, a, like, a stern-ass look. Then he tries to take the title back, but Roman doesn't want to let go. And you basically have another minute of them like just tugging it back and forth before the credits roll. <laughs> yeah, it turns into a tug of war. It was kind of dumb. It was, so, it was an anticlimactic thing for like the last Raw before WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I was expecting. I was really getting into it too because I thought like, oh man, maybe Roman Reigns is gonna pull some stupid shit or something like that. It's actually like. Uh, yeah. Do something legitimately cool, but no. <laughs> no. But uh, here's hoping that uh, this coming Sunday, which when this podcast release, it may be before, maybe a day before, maybe a little bit after WrestleMania. But here's just hoping that if Reigns should be up before WrestleMania, it should be the day before WrestleMania. <laughs> okay. So I'm just really hoping WrestleMania should be tomorrow. If you're listening. My overall, Saturday. it's like my overall hope and stuff is that Roman Reigns does good in this match because I want him to do well, but at the same time, I just really don't see him like uh, getting. He's not going to get over anytime soon. Poor, poor kids gonna get booed out of the arena. Of course, I don't really feel that bad for people who make millions upon millions of dollars, but eh. he's getting, he's gonna get like a million. Oh, he's oh god, he's gonna be freaking yeah. royalty <laughs> if he gets that title right now. Of yeah. course, he is going to get the titles. Fucking whoever wins. It's Vince McMahon. He wants Roman Reigns to have the top spot. But with Lesnar resigning, though, that kind of makes things a little interesting. Yeah, it does. It, it gives it that that little bit of doubt you need to make that match. Interesting. It kind of makes me wonder if like they'll just like turn the tide or something like that and have uh, Les like Lesnar win or something like that and have Rollins cash in. You know, what's Taker uh, doing? Taker speeding uh, with Wyatt. He hasn't, he hasn't appeared since last WrestleMania, though. Yeah, they're saving him as more of a prestige type of event or something, like, uh, for the actual show itself. Psychotic yeah, versus Undead. Pretty much. The new face of Fear. It sort of seems like a passing of the torch sort of match. Yep. But so. anyway, that was the wrestler of the week, Roman Reigns. Very nice. Well, for a trivia of the week, uh... Uh, I've been since one of the games did come out today, or as we're recording, um, Borderlands Two, and I I, I want to go easy on it, but I want to do something that isn't really commonly known. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Oh yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: Roland does. Oh God damn it! Yeah, I already got that point. <laughs> did you not? Uh. 
Jack. No. For, uh, I told we we played that part. Did we? I don't know. Spoiler alert for something that's been out for a while. Uh, uh, that means I owe Jack. I mean, I owe uh, Jake one. <laughs> well, well, uh, according to Anthony Birch, uh, lead writer for Borderlands Two, Tiny Tina was going to have another quest before before uh, it was cut. A certain character, Roland, dies. You get to and you get the quest to tell all of the all the people who that he's dead. Well, this okay. would include Tina, and for the first time and only time, it would cause her to drop her carefree and insane attitude. She would thank you, give you a new weapon, and then lock herself in her workshop, <laughs> which uh, she in which she could be heard crying in. Bert should not give a reason for this quest removal, but it is believed that since <coughs> she lives out in the tundra rather than a sanctuary, meaning that the players would have to trudge out into the area to fill with low-level enemies for a simple piece of dialogue and a possible useless weapon, the developers saw it would not be worth it. They have a lot of other missions that are like that, for God's sakes. <laughs> uh, but... It's, there's a lot of filler missions in Borderlands 2, yeah. but there are a lot of good ones. And uh, I personally, I think it would be for like because they are Tiny Tina does have a shit ton of stuff to do in the DLCs. Yes, like it would probably like with that effect of Tiny Tina being like knowing that uh, knowing that Roland is dead. In her DLC, or in her DLC, where you basically play Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that content um, wouldn't be in there because they they try to be around the bush that Roland's dead. Because mm. yeah. the DLC is supposed to take place after Borderlands Two. Oh, I see. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was best for the game. Yeah, it was that, best yeah. for the game that you didn't have to inform Tiny Tina. And yeah, because going to that fucking area is a pain in the ass. Very true. It's hard. And it's not hard. It's just annoying to get to. You have to go through landmines. You have, or they're not hard to get through. You have to go through landmines. You have to go through that barcade or whatever the fucking insects that level up. And then you have to go through a couple bandits. And you have to walk all the way around a fucking giant rock to get into our base. Hmm. I still remember her fucking area. That shit was sucked balls. But uh, another little addition to move on, going into Tiny Tina still. Uh, Tiny Tina DLC, there is a side quest called Winter is a Bloody Business, <laughs> which contains several references to Game of Thrones. <laughs> King Jeffrey is referenced to King Joffrey, and the throne is similar to the Iron Throne, but made out of guns instead of swords. <laughs> and there's your uh, two for VG Facts of the Week. Very nice. All right, so uh, I guess we can move on to the end of the show here. Uh, if you want to hear more from us, we are on. We have a f- Facebook page and group, uh, Generation Gaming, on there. Uh, we are also on Twitch, um, and Jake's been doing a lot of sh- uh, streaming as well. Um, our Twitch account is Gen Gaming Net. Um, what do you What do you stream under, Jake? Uh, I stream under H Two O Baby Dragon, all one word. Uh, basically, it's my gamer tag. So okay. So if you want to, if you want to 
watch Jake suck at Trials Fusion. Oh, God, I would never do that again. Okay, well, you don't want to watch Jake suck at Trials Fusion again. I'm only going to do games where I'm a pro in, like Halo, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, Call of Duty, Battlefield. Those are the games I'm going to play now. Okay. Games I'm good. So, uh, no, no, I'm, no, I'm going to have some entertaining shit. I'm not going to do You just see him playing checkers by himself for hours. Yeah, I win. <laughs> I win, motherfucker. King me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. Uh, yeah, some people actually pay good money to see that. Yeah. So um, if you want to watch Jack, you can check him. Or, I'm sorry, Jake. On, you can check him out on HBO Baby Dragon on Twitch. We're on Gen Gaming Net. I'll ice stream once in a blue moon. I'm, I need to try to do it some more here. Soon, once some once some games come out for the PS4 to play, um, I'll I tried do that. streaming uh, Transistor. And that game is, I love that game. It's I don't know how it feels like it's different. I could I could play that game just for the soundtrack. The uh, soundtrack and the game look amazing. Are amazing. Yeah, but um, also we are on Twitter, uh, Gen Gaming Net on there as well. So follow us on there. And we also are on YouTube, where we are do our exclusive bonus content, which we're about to record after this podcast. Um, if you want to check it out on there, it's Gen Gaming Nets. Um, we do also post the podcast on there. Um, if you don't want to check it out through iTunes or whatever, they're on there. About a week delay, I guess. Um, right, two week delay. Two week delay. So we are two weeks behind on there. So if you want to check us out on there, you are more than welcome to do that. You are currently um, listening to episode eighty. What? That that's a or 90, sorry. My bad. Okay, thank you. I, I was confused. Um, <laughs> You're, I said two weeks, not ten weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, so anyways, uh, this is episode 92. Thank you for uh, listening. We will talk to you guys next week. I was your host, Tyler. I was the Jack of Hearts. I've been at Knuckles underscore GG. I'm two away from 100. Oh, wow. That's cute. Yeah. Um, but we will talk to you guys that week. Uh, next week, uh, follow... Jake, and uh, enjoy uh, your wonderful evening. Shame, day, shameless day. plug for the win. Uh, GG, everyone. Good night. Alan. GG. Bye.